Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hello. Thanks so much for joining us. Pleasure to have you with us, as always. You know, we talk to a lot of different advisors over the course of a year here and uh, a lot of different topics. And again, it's here for, uh, for baby boomer business owners to learn more about what they need to know to exit their business. But we also know that there are a number of professional advisors out there that are thinking about their strategies as well. So today you're in luck. My guest today is Gary Johnson of J2, J2 Marketing Consultants. And Gary and his company, J2 Marketing, helps attorneys get more profitable clients. He has over 20 years of sales and marketing experience, and Gary builds strategies and offers simple solutions for attorneys to grow their practice, bringing in ideal clients. Now, a lot of these ideas are going to be transferable to you as a business owner as well, if you're a business owner. So grab a pen and a pencil. We're going to talk about tactics to get more quality referrals. Gary, welcome. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Bill. I really appreciate your time. Hey, my pleasure. It's, you know, we're, we're looking for good ideas. You have them. So it's a <laughs> mutual benefit yeah. that we talk today. Um, before we get into all of that, Gary, please tell our listeners a little bit about J2 Marketing, how you got started, a little bit about your background, and you know what Absolutely. brought you to this point. Well, my background is I have a little over 20-plus years of uh, sales and marketing experience. I was director of marketing for a financial company, wanted to start up my own business. And so when I did that, I got a coach, and the thing that I was most passionate about is showing people on how to build revenue how to bring that in. And the reason why I target attorneys is I wanted to be an attorney when I went to school, my degree is in political science. And also, I know a lot of attorneys, and they really needed this. And I saw that there was a huge need because in law school, they don't teach you how to do business development and marketing. And what I did was develop these systems and these processes that could be customized specifically for them, and then help them implement those strategies. And that's really one of the different things that I do because most of the consultants in this space will do the strategies and they're great strategies, but then the attorneys have no idea on how to implement it. And I mean, there's things like we do some role playing, but we also, I go to networking events with them if that's one of the strategies to see how are they performing? What are they saying? What are they not saying? What's their body language? And so it's that implementation that really gets it going and also gets them the results and then holding them accountable to really building their practice the way that they said that they wanted to. I actually love working with attorneys and some of the strategies that I'm going to share today 
it crosses over anything because really, if you know how to do referrals well, you can get a huge impact on your business as we will be discussing. That's great. You know, that's great background. And it's very interesting to me that you go to the professional schools and you learn about the strategic things that you're going to be dealing with, all of the, all of the facts about the strategies you're going to be dealing with, case studies, all that kind of stuff. And then they don't teach you how to build a practice. That I don't yeah. get that, but you know, it, thank goodness that you're out there for people. Now, yeah. I, I see you all around in a, a networking group that we both belong to called Provisors, which yep. is a great group. But I'm thinking as you're talking, you must be really looking at how people show up to those meetings and present themselves yep with a trained eye. Yeah. So what are some of the common things that you see people do that you cringe at and go, oh my gosh, I could, if that person would call me, I could help them right out of the gate? <laughs> yeah, I mean, one is voice projection. The other is, uh, you know, when you give your elevator speech, they're fairly plain. No enthusiasm whatsoever. Hi, I'm such and such with such and such firm. I hate my job. I hate my life. Sit down. I'm miserable. Instead of having that enthusiasm, because people want to be around that, but not being the obnoxious enthusiast, but really getting that energy and passion out there, as well as watching their body language, watching who are they looking at. Because typically people look out in the space, they will put their hands in their pockets or cross their arms. So being able to really have an effective introduction helps people to be memorable, because it's not really always what you say but it's how you say it. And, and I think that that's a really good aspect when looking at what do people do really well and what do people not do well. And you're right. Unfortunately, I analyze the heck out of it when I'm at every meeting and I take notes, as you saw today when we were sitting next <laughs> to each other. <laughs> right. We both we both had a full notepad. I noticed that, and I, I take notes too. Yeah. And, uh, I, but I don't look at it like you look at it. I'm 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 thinking about more what are they what are they saying that they do so that I have a a good bench of people to refer my clients yeah. to. And you're looking at it more of the how how is the show? Like uh, I heard one guy say, you know, when you get up in these meetings, do your swan dive. You know, go right into it yeah. and do something memorable. So it's, it's interesting. Now let's yeah. let's talk about the benefit of marketing uh, in these types of groups where you're after referrals. What are some of the benefits of having a referral-based practice? There's quite a few, but some of the biggest ones is when you do get a referral, price is less of an issue. It's, you know, price is always there. And as long as you are fair, you're good. But when you refer, when somebody refers you a client, price is typically not number one. They, wanna, they already know that you are adding value to them. So price becomes less of an issue. The other aspect is it's really easy to get a hold of these people. You know, I used to be in a business where I would have uh, salespeople that used to cold call. And as you know, seven to eight times you have to call somebody in order to just get a hold of them. With a referral, it's like automatic. I mean, it, to get the engagement becomes a lot easier. As well as, and this one is really important, you're automatically known as a referral-based attorney or referral-based you know, financial advisor because somebody already referred you in. You now get that person as a client, and that person knows that you get referrals. So what are they going to do? they're going to give you referrals. So it's like a snowball effect if you are working it uh, correctly. And it also cuts down on your set, the length of the sales cycle because there is an immediate trust there. And you know what? When you do it more often, 
you actually get better at giving referrals as well, which we're going to be talking about, you know, a little bit later on, on some of the tactics. That's great. You know, and it makes a lot of sense that the barriers lower, but uh, one of the key terms I heard, heard years ago, maybe you can validate this, is some old crusty guy many, many years ago when I was a young buck told me, find the people that people trust and get them to transfer the trust to you and you're yep. golden. And that's what we're talking Absolutely. about is transferring that trust relationship that they already have. So yeah. let me ask you, why don't most professionals ask for referrals? Well, what I find is one of the biggest ones is they just forget. They just forget to do it, you know, because I'm constantly teaching my clients on look for those opportunities to ask for referrals. And it doesn't need to be like, hey, do you know five people that could really get my services? It is you have a client who tells you how great you are. Oh, my gosh, you know, Bill, you did such a fantastic job. That's a really good opportunity to do it. And most of us, you know, we just we're thinking, okay, great, and then move on. And we don't seize that opportunity because we just forget. I mean, we just plainly forget. Some people are just lazy. That's one of the reasons why they're like, yeah, you know, it doesn't work. In which the other reason why people don't ask is because they lack the confidence, mainly because they don't know how to ask for a referral. Most people think that if I'm asking for a referral, it's like a sleazy thing. Like, you know, we used to have um, some people in certain industries that have a conversation with you. You say no to them and they say, well, do you know five people that might be interested in this? And that's not, I don't consider that a really a good way of asking for referrals. It's not an effective way because really the person has never used you. They don't really know how good you are, so on and so forth. And so most people just kind of shy away from referrals completely because they've had a bad experience with it. And, uh, and I think that once they know how to do it, they know when to do it, they can, you know, get a lot of referrals. The other one, and this is the last one, and this is mostly for attorneys, but there are some attorneys that are afraid that they have to pay another attorney a referral fee. And that's not always the case. And it all depends on the relationship, but that should be talked about before you even take anything on. Uh, because I've had a one client that was like, yeah, you know, I'll never do that again because after the case was settled, the guy, the referral source said, hey, when am I going to get my 20 grand? So then he's like, I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to ask for referrals again. But that should have been set up beforehand. So it's just making sure that you're cognizant about referrals on a regular basis. It sounds like communication is the key there. And you yes. know, three of those, remembering to ask and and uh, having a good system uh, tactic, as as you call it, and then um, yeah. and then having that communication with your referral sources, because obviously, if you're getting a, a good new client and it's and it's uh, easy to get to down to business with that client, it's probably worth something. So you, you know you you may want to think about that. But let's talk about some of the tactics. Okay, the the title of our topic today is tactics to get more quality referrals. Let's get into it. What are some of the tactics to get quality referrals? Here's one that a lot of people don't think about, and, and this is where I start. Give referrals. Give referrals to other individuals. Give, 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 and um, you will get back. There's a couple of different reasons. There's one, when you're giving generously to people, they will think of you on a regular basis. The other aspect of that is as you give more and more, you're actually going to become better at giving referrals which then you will be able to educate 
your referral sources. Uh, because there's a lot of times that we just expect people to know who to refer us business. Well, Bill, you know, you know, you should know exactly what attorneys I need. They're attorneys. Come on, you can you can easily do that. But if I educate you, then you will one be able to send me better referrals. But also, you'll be t- or I'll be top of mind for you. And that's another tactic is just the education to the referral source. So ask yourself this question. Why should somebody send you a referral? What's in it for them? You know, we're, we're on a radio uh, station right now. And one of the radio stations that everybody listens to is WIIFM. Have you ever heard of that before? What's in it for me? <laughs> That's it. You had you me got for it. a second. You got okay. it. <laughs> yeah, it's what's in it for you. you know? and, but, but think about it. I mean, truly, if you're thinking about getting a referral for, from somebody, you have to know what's in it for them. Why should they? If you can't answer that question, you should not be asking for a referral. But if you do know what it is, you speak to that. And a lot of people don't speak to that. So if, if I know what's in it for you to send me an attorney and I speak about that, whether it is you're going to look like a hero, I'm going to be able to send other business back to you, your client will love you for referring them over to me because now they get to build their book of business. And the best part for you is that that, client that you refer over to me will be able to build the revenue up so that they may exit their company, and which is an important aspect for your business. But I've got to talk into that. Most people don't talk into that because they either feel, of course, everybody knows about it, or they're like, I don't know. So figure that out is such a great one. And here's Here's a really good way of talking to individuals when they say, well, tell me about like your ideal client. Use the word imagine and make it a picture. So what what I would say to you, Bill, is like when you say, so tell me about your ideal client. I say, okay, well, imagine that you know an attorney. Do you know any attorneys? And you would say, yeah, I know a bunch of attorneys. Okay, so put those people up in your mind. Picture those individuals. Now, Imagine the attorneys, just take the ones that want to grow. They want to grow. Can you, can you picture those people? You go, yeah. Okay. Now, those attorneys that want to grow, which of those are able to take in new information so that they can build their practice? So every attorney has a, a big ego, and they should because they need to have that confidence. But which ones can put that ego a bit aside and be able to take in new information so that they can learn on the best strategies, the most profitable strategies for their business. Now, do you have a picture of one person, just one? That's all I'm looking for, just one. And you'll go, yeah, what's their name? Don Smith. Okay, Don would be a really good uh, referral because what you're doing is you're walking them through. The hardest part is to get one. But once you get one, it then snowballs into many, many more, which leads me to my next one, thanking the referral. This is something that everybody goes, well, of course you would, but most people don't. And they either forget, they get so entrenched into their new client. The sales cycle is so long, they forgot who introduced them to that individual. There's lots of reasons why. But when you thank somebody and you truly thank them, and it doesn't need to be like, hey, I'm going to buy you a new Cadillac. But it should be something that is memorable, and it could just be as easy as sending them a thank you card. 
Um, it doesn't have to be this lavish stuff, but just acknowledging them and letting them know how much you appreciate it because then they're going to want to do it again and again and again. And then the, uh, another tactic is keeping the referral source up to date on what's going on with the engagement. So just touching base with them. Hey, just want to thank you so much again for sending John over just to let you know we're in our second month of working. John is amazing. I really love working with him because of X, Y, and Z. And I just want to say thank you again. So they understand, man, you're, you're, you're still working with them. You're keeping me up to date. Thank you so much. Because then what are you doing? You're marketing to these individuals so that they will send you more and more uh, referrals. And then I would say the last one is called a referral drip. And this one okay. is almost like a Jedi mind trick. And what it is is when you start a story off, you start with, so I have this client who was referred over to me, and then you go into the story. And so what you're doing is you're just dripping into their subconscious that you get referrals. And what they do is they hear this story, and hopefully the story is short and not long and winded. But when you drip that into their subconscious, they just will think of you on a regular basis and say, ooh, Gary gets referrals. Oh, okay. Oh, that was a really kind of cool one. How can I find a referral? And it's just one of these wonderful techniques and tactics that works really well with just saying, so I had this client who was referred over to me, that, and then boom, 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 you go into the story. It's as simple as that. You can also put the drip within the story as well, talking about different referrals within that story. And that becomes really, really powerful because it hits into the subconscious mind of them. Oh, one more. Can I, do I have time for one yeah, more? Yeah, we have time for one more. Okay, gang of five. Gang of five where you have five individuals that give you the, your most referrals. Have those people really, really close to you and constantly be in touch with them, constantly being in front of them, and constantly being um, their referral source too. So you're referring them a lot of business. If you get those, what I call the, the gang of five, and you're really strategic and intentional with those individuals, and that's just constantly on, on the top of your mind, and you're constantly on the top of their mind, you'll get more referrals as well. Wow. That's great, great stuff. Give, give, give. Educate your referral sources. Um, yes. Let them know what's in it for them. Um, help people imagine what the ideal referral looks like and get to one and then very intentional about how you discuss your referrals, the fact that you get them. And gang of five, great stuff, Gary. That, that was really, uh, you know, I took a page full of notes here, and I'm sure our listeners Thanks. did too, and I'm sure they're wondering how they can take the next step with you. And I know that you told me that you offer a 30-minute complimentary consultation on something very important, which is optimizing your LinkedIn profile to get more yeah. referrals and clients. What's the best way yeah. for somebody to get to know you more, either online or, or by getting in touch with you? So there, there's a couple of different ways. One is they can link in with me and see me on there. Another way is they can just reach out and email or call me. That information, instead of just going through it, is on my website, which is j2marketingconsultants.com. So it's, it's nice and it's long, but it's easy to remember because it's just the name of the company. But my contact information is right on there. And I, I'm always open to speaking to other advisors, other business people. It's just 
for me, it's a big passion. And the LinkedIn, man, if you do your LinkedIn page correctly, you can really, really get a lot of referrals from that and a lot of businesses too, because a lot of times people think, okay, I need to use LinkedIn and I need to go for my target market which is, you know, such and such sort of industry or certain people, and which is totally true. But there's another angle too as well, which is the referral sources and connecting with people that you can refer business to and they can refer business back to you. And then I offer that the 30-minute the uh, complimentary for all of your listeners. Kerry Johnson, thank you so much for joining me today. This is really great information. I hope me. our listeners will take advantage of it. And one other thing, if you're listening to this, please share this interview with your LinkedIn contacts so Gary can get some more exposure as well from this. That's one way you can help us back is share this interview with your LinkedIn contact. Gary, thanks a lot. You know, I think we need to we need to schedule another one to go deeper on this because uh, that went by way I too fast that. and there's a lot of a lot of great information. So let's do that and I look forward sure. to the next time we speak. Great. Thank you, Bill. I really appreciate your time and uh, allowing me to uh, come on to your show. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.